Hey there, Halton Catch fans. Welcome back to the Halton Catch Fire After Buzz After Show. We're here talking about Season 3, Episode 7, The Threshold. Hold on one sec. We're going to carry you across it. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Yeah. Now, did that did that pun of sorts work for you? It worked for me. It took me a minute. Did it? I was like, where are we going? Oh. Uh-huh. I questioned whether I should have used it or not, but obviously I did. Uh, hi, my name is Isaac Johnson. You can follow me on Twitter at Isaac Johnson or Instagram, the Isaac Johnson. And once again, joined by the best host at AfterBuzz, I think, Amber Plaster. Thanks. That was a great intro. Oh my gosh. You guys can tweet me your predictions and all of the things at Amber Plaster. Thanks Everything, all of the things. What do people tweet to you? Anything interesting? They tweet me all the things. Earlier mm-hmm. today, someone had the audacity to ask me oh, if, yes. I, if I am Team Donna or Team Cameron. And let me tell you right now, I'm Team Cameron. Right really? or die. Okay, right or die. I'm, I'm on Team Donna for sure. I get it. Um, Geez, how did you feel about this amazing episode? I... Poor Cameron, but not really poor Cameron. Not really. She's making it hard to be on her team, but I'm still on her team. How how are you still on her team at this point? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I I really need to know because I feel like it's near impossible. What did I write down about uh, Donna? Listen, Gordon, I really wish that Gordon would have not told Cameron before... Donna had time to yeah. like be a better person because Donna was gonna think about go behind her back. And right. I really, I truly think that Donna is so level headed that she would have eventually decided, let's think on this, let's come up with a compromise, let's yeah. try a meeting. And then when Cameron gets all sassy and pushes me, then I'll do this terrible thing that I feel that I need to do when we go behind her back and we'll get the board members all together. Gordon said, well, you know. She's my video game buddy, and I don't want to go behind her back. And I was like, Gordon, don't don't get mixed up into this. Listen. Yeah, don't do it. Um, <sighs> he, well, did, he had to say something, and okay. I just... <laughs> Before we get too deep here, um, we're going to get all, into all those deep <laughs> So... This was a rich episode. I said this before we were starting. This, I mean, it's hard to remember because this is third season now. I saw season one so long ago. Yeah. But this might be my favorite season. I feel like there's just so much cohesion in the writing, the relationships, where we're going. It's so very clear what everybody wants. I just, I'm eating it up. And this episode was no exception for me. I thought it was fantastic. Um, let's start talking about Cameron and Tom. Uh, which this is my observation as they, hey, Tom's out in California. He's going to carry her across the threshold, but he can't quite do it. Um, I didn't know if that was supposed to represent that he's not your guy, really. I don't know. I, I had that thought because I thought... There was a lot of foreshadowing for me. At first yeah. it was like, Tom, Tom's back. Oh, so glad to see him, yeah. Super cute. Mm-hmm. Super cute dude. guy. Um, love him. I, I, I really honestly do, you know I'm team joe and cameron like love that but like i like tom yeah. he's a cutie he's a great guy and he's a great guy from what we know i don't really he moved across yeah. country for for his wife yeah. yeah 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 so and uh the foreshadowing for me as well was when they're at dinner actually cameron and tom and trying to mm. do this sort of very suburban cute couple of oh no right. you tell the story and they couldn't even get their stories right and they were arguing about that and i was like ooh, and that was i you thought guys. i thought one i guess we didn't see this this happened like off screen or something like that but 
I don't remember any of that stuff happening in terms of them talking about getting married or I can't remember a scene when that happened. Did I just forget something? We weren't something? shown it. Okay, we weren't shown no. it. So I, I, I was like, are they making this story up? The fact that they keep looking mm-hmm. at each other to sort of check in. Well, and then I said this and then I said that. And I thought, are they making this story no. up right now? Or are they just trying to, like you said, seem very like, yeah, we know each other. And this is the story that we, you know. I mean... No, I don't, I don't, I certainly don't think that they were lying about mm-hmm. it. I just think that it happened in a less romantic way than Cameron can be proud of. Okay. And I think they were trying to be like, yeah, no, it was totally cute. We didn't just screw each other and then decide to get married in two seconds. I'm not impulsive. Like, I think it was more like covering up their tracks that way. Sure, yeah. I was just like, at some point I was like, what, what kind of story is It was is weird. This? Um, but I think it was foreshadowing for their relationship not being... As solid as Tom or Cameron wants it to be. Yeah, like I said, I mean, it, foreshadowing perhaps or foreshadowing of their relationship in general, but yeah. just the fact that he literally can't cross, carry her across the threshold. Um, I don't know. Uh, it was bad. It was definitely bad. Uh, but so I think, I mean, and also, sorry, there's was another thought I had about them, but um, it seems like she would be happy to just be in a relationship with him and maybe not like running a company or something like that because he makes her feel safe. But then I thought like... No, in what in what world is Cameron happy just being in a relationship with someone? Right, well, like being in like a relationship room with their like where they like write code or something like that all day long. Okay. She didn't seem to care about like the company at large. I don't know. It was just... I think she doesn't care about the company at large, but I think that she cares very much... Uh, not dissimilar to the way that Ryan cares very much oh, yeah. about changing mm-hmm. the world and being very groundbreaking with her work, whether it be right. at home or for a corporation. So I, 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 yeah, having it be like very meaningful personally, but not, you know, like the money sort of part of it. Yeah, um, but she does need to be the best in her coding and her work. I think I think she's competitive with herself in that way. Yeah, I mean she'll she won't let you forget how great she is at, yeah. at all of that stuff, but. Yeah. Um, which is why I can't believe that you're still on team Cameron at this point. But let's save that for the big chunk. Um, the scene with her and Boz. Boz finds out that she's married from someone else. They I did not from... know that. Yeah. I, th- I thought I... For, for some reason I thought he knew. Well, I thought that she would tell him. I mean, she told Gordon last week, but I thought that she would talk to him about it. I mean, obviously Donna knows because Gordon told her. But him, but but him finding it out in when he's over at Diane's house. By the way, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But Which was great, it's so great. But him finding out in that way, and him going like, you know, they're talking about the company and this and that and the other, and then he's wait, she's married, and just like, oh, daddy, hurt his feelings. Just he played it so well too. He kind of played it like, oh yeah. Wait, what? Like he kind of, he kind yeah. of did this thing, and I was like, well, "Oh no!" Donna's, "Oh, I'm sorry. I figured you'd know." And he's, "Well, I think, and I figured I'd know too." And then he, you know, it wasn't your story to tell. All of his comebacks mm. are like golden nuggets of wisdom. That's his character. He's just wise, and and it's true. It's not it's not her news to tell. He's going to be more hurt than that. So that when when Cameron comes into the office and she figures out the whole thing with mutiny and them trying to take it out from underneath her, and, you know, um, the, she's in there. She's on and on about the company, and he's like, "Why didn't you tell me? You know, I didn't know Donna was going to do this. Know that you were married. 
I know. I was like, no, like you're married, you idiot. Like, yeah. how could you possibly think that he cares about? That's what he's upset about. Yeah. I mean, he's not going to be upset with you about that stuff. He's, you know, the the thing that that she said to him last week. You know, you're not my real dad. Was to paraphrase. Um, but I loved hearing him say that to her. You know, I know you don't think of me as a father. You made that very clear. Heartbreaking again. Toby Huss killing it. Yep. But I'm, that's not going to stop me from thinking of you as a daughter. He calls her sweetheart. He tells her he loves her. Mm-hmm. Just, I was just in a pool of emotions. All of the feels were on me at that point in time. I still want to meet her mom. I'm still oh, confused yeah. as to, like, I'm, I'm angry we didn't get to meet her mom. Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand what Cameron's problems at home are. And I feel like that should have definitely been addressed in season one. And, it, and I, I don't remember it being addressed. Yeah. Yeah, maybe in season two. It's hard to remember. I mean, obviously, you know, it's not what a great mom and, yeah. and dad died. And the dad died, which yeah. I understand. But I I just, I love that one. I love that Boz and Cameron got back together yet again. Um, at the end, it was kind of like, hey, did I, did I tell you I got married? And he like totally forgives her. And he's like, yeah, no, that's good. It was very sweet. Very sweet. It was but a very sweet he, moment. He yeah. tells her, you know, again, like the world's greatest wisdom. And he goes, you know, it's not just your company anymore. Loved and it. I was like, yes. 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 It's not just your company. There's other people here, other people that you need. Wake up a little bit. And she was like, okay, maybe I should listen to Boss. And like, and then I was like, Gordon, no. Gordon, no. Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> well, but so that was like a nice moment for Cameron to ask him, well, what should I do? Especially after he drops the dad thing on her, which again, just beautiful. But what should I do? And then he lays it out for her. Like, look, you guys can work together. You need each other. Just look, lay out your plan and essentially like lay out your plan in an adult way and people are going to respect you. Can Cameron do that for more than 10 seconds? Probably not because we know Cameron. I feel like she would have, I feel like there was something in this episode that showed me that Cameron cared to collaborate more than usual, that Mm -hmm. she stayed up all night getting excited about these notes. She's in this new life now with Tom, and she really feels like she's putting on her big girl pants and trying Mm -hmm. to prove to people that she's not impulsive, which she definitely still is, but I think Mm -hmm. it's adorable that she's trying to show people (laughs) that she's not. Damn like she's Um, not, yeah. You know, and she has all these notes, and she's not wrong. They do say, you know, like oh, you know, the IPO, we can get us $20 million and then in three months. And, and Cameron's kind of like, where did you get this magic number from, three months? And I was kind of like the same way. I was like, it doesn't have to be three months. Like, you guys, you're in control here. Just because you yeah. have heat, you're feeling the pressure. And sure. then Cameron's point was true with saying, oh, if we fix everything that's wrong with this company, which is broken, by the way, you can get 100 mil in two yeah. years. And I was like, can't the both of you just work together? Yeah. Together? I mean, it was like, no... No surprise that she didn't stick to, like, what Boss told her for very long. Because she can't really get in her own way. In fact, his most... The the thing that he said that was the best about her is that she marches to the beat of her own drum. And kind of lays that out for her. Like, if you march to the beat of your own drum, you risk losing the band. Or I think that was what he said. Yeah, which is a really great way to put it. Which is a really great way to put it. And um, so let's talk about Cameron and Don now. But, you know, they had some moments where it seemed like in the beginning of the episode where they're in the bathroom... It seems like, okay, they're kind of coming together here. I loved that scene, yeah, actually. Yeah, sort of apologizing to each other, like, okay, this this can work. I'm happy for you. Congratulations about your marriage. All that kind of stuff was good. But, you know, like you said, Gordon, you know, spills the beans to her as far as what's happening after all these notes. But even these notes are like, I mean, yeah, that's not Cameron to, like, 
to have like an organized plan. She just like scribbled them down on a bunch of pieces of paper. Yeah, but Donna did push her in the bathroom though. Like she was like, good, I'm glad we're friends. And now the thing that I wanted. And I was like, Donna, oh my gosh, give it a day. I- I'm not going to fault Donna at all for that. I can't. <sighs> I like, I can't. Well, Because yeah, can... Cameron had that. She's like, finally Cameron's like, okay, maybe I can trust you. And then Donna's like, True. and now the thing that I want now that we're good. Like Cameron's not ready to trust again. And so she's she's spinning all over the place, which is causing... Yeah. And then she hears from Gordon that Donna's going to go behind her back and force the board to mm-hmm. push her out. And then she's like, well, fine, then I'm going to leave if this is the way you want to do it. And then it forces Boz to do that. And it just snowballs. So I, I'm not... I'm saying that... I'm not saying that Cameron isn't responsible for her impulsive actions. I'm saying that Cameron has been pushed multiple times in this episode by Donna... Gordon mm-hmm. and the whole boardroom voting against her that pushes her back into sort of her old ways. Yeah. I mean, we could talk about like how, like, I don't know, she forces the vote. They don't want to take the vote then. We're, she does. Emotions are way, way too high at that way point. Way too high. And taking a break would have been the, the wise advice again from Boz, but. And Diane too. She, like, everyone in the room was like, no uh, one's yeah. saying anything. Everyone just like, take a break. And I'm like, take a break. Yeah. I mean, even just the, even just like, okay, she's now kind of on board with this after that bathroom conversation. This is good. They're kind of moving in a similar direction here. No, Cameron's. She's insulted. Well, she's okay. She's a little. So she's insulted. not thinking clearly. And Donna, it, you can uh, see, you can see what, her like puffing this? and puffing in her chair. Wait, but like, what was this in the bathroom? What was the insult? Because I didn't get, I didn't get an insult in that. Oh no, no, there wasn't a bathroom uh, oh, okay. insult in the bathroom. It was really for me. The the push in the bathroom was okay. Let's all start over. And about the IPO that I want was like it, yeah. It, 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 it's not that it was a it was a punch in the face. It was just a can we trust Donna to like sure. You know I don't yeah, think yeah. the trust was rebuilt enough. Sure. I mean it's yeah. like an old wound and she's like scratching it or something like that. But like at the same time, like the IPO is what they should do because eventually this business needs to like make money or something like that. And then so then she gets the idea. I'm gonna write down all these like you know. Ways to improve and, it. And ways to improve it. But then the, the plan is for a year to two years. Yeah, they don't have to jump at like the first offer they have or anything like that. But it is somewhat time sensitive. And it seems like waiting a year to two years or even just that she says that mutiny is broken. I don't know if mutiny is actually broken or she sees it as broken. Because even when she gives Donna all those those notes... And she says, well, look, I don't want to do this, but I'm going to, you know, I'm head of the company, so let's just drop this thing. And That was gross when she did it, that. It was pretty gross. And then she what, there was something that she says to Donna that was like, look, it's better. You'll just, like, it, you'll see it that way. And if you don't understand anything, I'm, I'm happy to explain it to you. That It's talking down to Donna yeah, a little bit is. there. I don't know that Donna was going to lash out at her because of that, but she's like, a year to two years, that's a long time. I mean... As an actor in Hollywood, you're just like, you have these big, you know, opportunities and you're like, I'm going to take a year off to go travel to Europe. It's like, well, it may not be as hot when you come back. So you got to kind of sometimes strike while the iron's hot. At least that's what Donna wants to do. Diane sees it the same way. He's just, mm. Well, that's the whole point of the show, right? Is he halt and catch fire. You can't, you can't stop. You can't, and like, and, and, and Cameron's kind of been the, the brakes, 
this season. She's yeah. kind of been like, guys, everyone stop. Like this, she's like, it's a tacky, you know, eight bit mall. Like I don't, we have to fix this. Like it's not, this is not an attractive right. software anymore. This is not an attractive product that we have. And everyone's mm-hmm. like, well, we don't care. We have the opportunity to grow. And she's like, ah, yeah. Well, cause even that she, she has still... a point though. There are things that need to be fixed. I mean, I guess I don't know what needs to be fixed. Cause I don't know enough about the, uh, the code or well, whatever. Well, I guess her point is like, you know, you see the very be- opening of the episode, how swap meets empty. Sure. Okay. So, like, I think that was the foreshadowing for us visually who don't understand code. Um, is Is, like, people are kind of showing up and then they're leaving. And you can see that things are still being listed and they're dwindling and they're not showing up. And so I think it's... I think it's... Yeah. Well, know. yeah, that's... I, I see that. And I, she doesn't want it to be what she says, like, a storefront for mm-hmm. other things or something like that. She wants it to have a soul. You know, mutiny's not mutiny. She wants it to be a community. Yeah, community. Yeah. She's like, mutiny is not mutiny anymore. It's turning into something else. Um, even when she's talking in the meeting, when she puts on her big boy pants for like 10 seconds, she's <laughs> like, you know, things are moving fast. I think I think they're just moving too fast for her. And it's turning into something that she didn't originally intend it to be. Um, kind of like I said, where she'd be happy like coding with Tom or something like that mm. for, the, you know, forever long their marriage is going to last. I don't think that she's looking at the big picture in terms of the company. And, like, yeah, you do kind of have to move along pretty quickly there. It was also, like, to me that she... There was something, I think, that she said, uh, like, you know, let's help, the idea that, you know, mutiny wouldn't be mutiny without me. It's like, the initial spark, no. But you wouldn't have a company without Donna. Donna is the oh, organized 100% one. Not, she's yeah. the one who's pulled all these resources together if it was just you you would just have a great idea and like boss says you guys need each other but to me that was gross that she would say that kind of or infer that sort of thing to donna which again just belittles who donna is and in some ways just kind of forces her to to go to diane and be like look this is what's happening what are we gonna do i understand that but i i thought that it was gonna take a lot more for Donna to have to force her hand. So I was actually surprised. Well, yeah. But, so, in that conversation, in the, the conference room, which was a magnificent scene, just, the stakes just got higher and higher mm-hmm. until everything, you know, oh, so good. So good. But, in that conversation, you know, so Cameron has now been an adult for like 10 seconds. She's laying out her, you know, thing. This, she's actually respecting the other people in the room for a minute. And the moment she starts hearing what she doesn't want to hear, then she starts making it personal. Um, you know, calls Donna impulsive, which is ironic. Yeah, and also just untrue. Uh, yeah, untrue. And then goes for her marriage and Gordon. And not cool. You know what it reminded me of is when we had um, when we had the episode with uh, Jonah on where it was mm-hmm. chaos for a minute. People yeah. were throwing punches and people were throwing oh, yeah. paper balls at people's heads and, you know, everything. And it kind of felt like it. watching that boardroom was kind of like, well, and you don't, you don't, you can even barely go home because you don't even want to see your husband anymore. And it was like, whoa, like where, who threw that punch? Where did it come yeah. from? Like, it's just like, like it, it layered so quickly. It just, it was like almost like watching like I don't know, a Real Housewives episode. Like it was like crazy how like real <laughs> and like catty it got, and then like everyone slowed down. Uh, yeah. Well, as soon as like I th- I think that was when Diane finally popped up and was like, "Hey, let's uh, let's, let's calm not, down here." You know. 
your marriage. And then Gordon starts piping in there too. And I'm like, Gordon, Gordon, you, nope, you, Gordon, you stay out of the way of this dude. I mean, in some ways you kind of caused it, but like getting real personal like that, talking about her marriage. <laughs> I mean, you, I, I just see her like, to me, that's Donna just being forced into a corner because yeah. it seemed like for even for a minute there, look, I hear what you're saying. This is brilliant. But, and she even calls her brilliant. And then Cameron somehow takes that she's as like, like, oh, you don't mean it. Don't patronize me. And she's like, I'm not patronizing I you. think it just shows like how on guard everyone is in that scene. Like the fact that she, like she got a compliment and she couldn't even take it, take it yeah. because she was like an animal backed into a corner. She was biting yeah. the fa- the hand that feeds her. Literally. She was just like, I, yeah, she's, she I mean, wasn't logical in that moment. I mean, the the thing that Donna says to her is you alienate everybody, which is very true. It's like maybe the most true thing about that character. But even in the room, she insults Diane there. Like, well, you're just saying what Diane wants to say. And it's like, look, Cameron, if you want to make a couple friends in this room, you may not want to go around the table listing off everybody's faults. I would say I'm surprised she didn't bite back at Boz for some reason, but she had just healed up that relationship. So I'm sure yeah. it'll take another week before she just. bites back at just Papa well I, I mean like like you said like she's it, it just seems like she's like, okay i'm like losing control of this and i need to do something and she's huffing and puffing and she slams that door and all the coders outside are like oh they're fighting in i there thought it again. was really cool how they that slam then signaled for the whole party to stop and tom was really respectful and kind of kept his distance oh, yeah. you know it's her company and whatever but um you know she kind of she she leaves just gutted and she doesn't have anyone to turn to, and then Tom kind of takes her hand and leads her out like a little puppy between with her tail between her legs. She's just <laughs> she's just empty, and I'm like, yeah. aww. But she, I mean, she, I don't know. She 100 percent, at least to me, forced that to happen. Yeah, no, she did. Um, it was really, I think, it was really, really great performance by Mackenzie Davis. Like the moment, I mean, you knew Gordon was gonna vote with Donna. Like at least he better. Oh, he had he to. Better marriage have. over. If he hadn't, I would have been so. I actually think that's a really good point to bring up because um, was it um, Mackenzie Mackenzie Davis' character um, Cameron said, uh, "Oh, we we don't want to work together because that doesn't always work out well." It was kind of a little bit of a dig at Gordon and Donna, but I was oh, yeah. like, honestly, if he didn't vote with his wife in that moment to support her, he has to. Their marriage would have been over. Well, so maybe it isn't good to work with your yeah. spouse. Well, even the fact, yeah, even the fact that when Gordon tells her about what's going to happen and she's like, "Well, look, that leaves you and Boz." And Gordon's like, "That leaves Boz." I can't believe Cameron is not aware enough to know that he has to vote with his wife. She was trying to push him. She was trying to be like, "Yeah, you know, like cuz we're on, we're buddies." And he was like, "No." Nah. Uh, He's like, "No, nah, we're not that good of buddies." I I guess I mean, she said <laughs> it so like flippantly. It seemed like it didn't even cross uh, her mind or something like that, but maybe. Yeah, I mean, I think that yeah, we're like video game buddies. Yeah. I'm like, no, they've been in the marriage, they have children. Yeah, because he comes to her, right? He did, because of their friendship. Because of their friendship. He, so he, she was kind of thinking like, yeah. Early yeah. warning. I don't know that he thought she was going to do this, but. Um, well, Gordon doesn't think. <laughs> no, I mean, maybe not. That Gordon kind of doesn't really think that far ahead, I don't think. Yeah. I think he's just like, hey. And then he like needs to say well, something. Well, I think he was like, you know, they have their radio buddy, ham radio buddy thing. Gordon is CQ, the antithesis of Joe. Joe is yeah. like, I will wait like a snake. Right, and I yeah. I will strike. And Gordon's like, blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah. everything that he thinks, it comes out of his mouth. 
and in, with the best intentions. Yeah, I think he had good intentions. He wanted to protect his friend or something like that. But that oh, be- built up to the beautiful moment in that boardroom where you got to come over to Boz and he, you're breaking my heart. He has to raise his hand. And Mackenzie Davis, like the air is sucked out of her body. Like, oh, oh I. Yeah. What did oh. you think was going to happen, girl? Exactly. You know? Which is, how can you still be Team Cameron at this point? Oh, I just love her. I just love her. I love her. And also, I think, well, we'll get into predictions. Yeah. I mean, I love the character. I love the character. I mean, I love the the actress. I love that they've ridden her this way. It's just like, you know, like, that that was what Boss said about the beat of her own drum. Like, you're going to lose the band. And there were, you just lost the band. I mean, you forced that vote. And (laughs) I like the Boss is like, you guys, are. we're going to clear the air here for a minute. And they keep trying to break it up. And then maybe she'll come. I mean, maybe she'll come back and she'll be stronger for it. Maybe you know because of the mutiny at mutiny, as it were. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> which uh, which I think uh, more than a few people saw coming at yeah. uh, the beginning of the season. I think um, there's two options. You know, she can come back and be a good little soldier mm-hmm. and keep her mouth shut a little bit more and not you know and go along when the when the company has growth and not mm-hmm. whine and complain about it its soul or what her ownership over it which is her growing pains personally yeah you know like boz said she's not the only person at that company like it's not just her company anymore it's yeah. simply not and she doesn't like that and she rejects that or she can start over and lord knows we're not going to be watching her for a full season <laughs> be back in texas playing housewife so no that's never gonna happen so what is the other option i don't know i mean it- can't she come back and like play nice? Heck no. I don't think Heck so. Heck no. I, she's got too much pride for that. Um, I mean, just e- even going back to that, she was like, there would be no mutiny without me. I think there can be a mutiny without you, especially now that you have what you have. You can bring back a freaking frack there. You got enough talented dudes. You, you could, it could still be, it won't be what she wanted it to be for yeah. sure. But. That I think that I think just oh, yeah, I'm still like this is why I'm so teed down. But so just belittling her to even sort of like give her an order when you guys started this together. I'm gonna pull rank. I'm gonna pull my company rank. All that kind of stuff. I think that comes from inexperience and nervousness. Easily to yeah. to, to be like, oh, she's hitting me with facts, but I'm in charge of the company, and so I'm gonna tell the babysitter yeah. no. Like, like that's she turns into this like yeah, trust me uh, no, but trust I'm me it's better yeah just trust me it's she better. didn't feel comfortable and if you need help if you need help understanding facts. this this these these hard things I'll explain it to you yeah. I'm just ooh no other yeah. choice oh. she was trying to throw her weight around and it was just the worst way yeah well and she obviously video. didn't have oh she obviously didn't have the support that she thought she did but I, how can a good you really lesson, isn't it? I mean the boss one is very surprising Diane not surprising Gordon you gotta do what no, you gotta do no boss isn't surprising because boss made the right decision for Cameron you think so yes I hmm. think boss always has Cameron's best interest in in mind and he's like Cameron your company needs to like grow mm-hmm Okay. I'm voting yes because this is the vitamin you need to take now. Very fatherly. I, I truly yeah. think that's why he did it. Okay, I hadn't. And I don't think that he wanted to like embarrass her or anything. So he's like, "I'm sorry, I don't want to embarrass you, but like this, you got to you got to do this." Um. Okay. Well, as we segue into Bosnia and Diane, is does any of his decision have to do with his relationship with Diane? I don't think so. Not at all. 
No, I don't think so. I think that Diane and Boz are strong enough in their mind to not to be able to separate work and home. Sure. If any, I mean, if anybody in the history of television was, it would be Boz and Diane. I mean, when when she says, "You think I didn't check out my investors and see what prison exactly they went to?" (laughs) I was like, "Yeah." He's that person. Yes. Anna, Annabeth Gish. Oh, oh so, good. Um, so good. Okay, I'll I'll buy a lot of that. I mean, to some degree, like Cameron doesn't know about them. I don't know. Uh, I think she's just unaware. I think a lot of people are unaware. Yeah. Well, no one really knows. No I mean, one really looks at an older couple and is like thinking, "I wonder what's going on there." They're flying under the radar. Yeah. Well, They're I mean, not just like scooting around the way. They're just yeah. like. Having all kinds of parties under the radar. No one cares. Yeah. Well, even when Donna goes over there, you know, boss comes out. It's like, oh, uh, okay, mm-hmm. you guys are it's after a certain hour. Well, what are you doing here? Yeah. Doesn't even ask. Um, but so it's so great because we were okay. We we're talking about this from last episode. Why didn't Boz go in for the nightcap? What's what's his problem? This this lady is up your alley. You know, goes to the front door, apology, um, and. I guess basically he just didn't feel worthy of her or good enough for her. I mean, he's obviously he's got all those personal issues going on, but the fact that he is an ex-felon, 14 years? Is that how many years he spent in that prison? Wow. I think that's what he said, 14 Jeez. years. Um, and he's got all the personal stuff going on. He just felt like maybe he wasn't good enough for her. But I love that, like you said, she's like, you think I don't... <laughs> You think I didn't check you out, man? I know I was you like, are. Oh, that was such a sexy moment where she's like, you think I don't know? Give me those flowers. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Very cool. <laughs> and he does cross her threshold Yes, there. he does. Successfully. Um, very successfully. Um, loved seeing it. I just want happiness for Boz. Me too. I think, they, I think he's going to get it. I think Diane's happy to have him around. I think she's a real woman. I think she's a real adult. And yeah. she can handle all of his problems. And he's like, you can't handle all my problems. She's <laughs> like... I can handle problems. Like, it's fine. Your baggage is not that scary. And he's like, no, it really is. And she's like, no, it's like, you don't need to do this. It was so yeah. great that she was a so not only kind of like, what the heck, but she was also at the same time so accepting. Yeah. Well, she, I mean, she's she's been through a divorce. She's seen yeah. ugliness. She has a company with her name on it. Although, I wonder if that's... No, she doesn't have it's a company her with her husband's name on, name on it. It's her husband's, her ex-husband's her ex-husband. name on her company. Hmm. It'd be interesting to find out, like, did she, like, have him removed somehow? Or now well, I would actually be interested to know the details of that because I, I found out that in until 1986, mm-hmm. which is super recent. Which is the year that we're in, yeah. Women were not allowed to take out a business loan without their father or husband <laughs> co-signing for them. What? Yes. So I think this is, I think this is hinting at that. I, I, I wow, seriously, yeah. like, wow. heard that. I was like, what, yeah. what, what, what? That's like, incredible. are we Saudi Arabia or something? That's crazy. In 1986. <laughs> that's super recent. It's like 30 years ago. That's yeah. incredible. So maybe she's not legally, like, allowed to have that company under her name. Oh, gosh. Who knows? Which that's is crazy. crazy. Yeah. So I would love some more details on Diane. I know she's not a major character of the show, but uh, I want her to be. Yeah. I, mean, she's... I want her to be. It's kind of major enough, or at least for this season, she's well, but not for her to like get her own like backstory, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think we'll we got to hear more about her. We got three more episodes. Um, one of our viewers in the chat, Monica, mentioned that it was fourteen months in jail, and I think that fourteen makes, months. I think okay. that makes more sense. I was gonna because, say fourteen years is a long time. Yeah, because Boz was in. Remember, he was in season one, and 
Cameron comes running in. She's like, I figured it out. He's like, who are you, Cameron? I don't even know you. You're just a <laughs> dumb kid. Get out of here. The IRS is here. <laughs> you know, that was that because like yeah, he yeah, wasn't yeah, yeah. super memorable to me in the first season. But I remember him yelling at yeah. Cameron, and then he gets arrested, right? And then the next season, we're mm-hmm. like a few years later, and he, now he's out of jail. So that wasn't like 14 years. She'd have to be oh, like well, 40. He must have spent time in prison because of the whole thing with their company, Cardiff, and whatever. Like he's, if I, if I remember, did he sort of take the fall for all that? Yeah, he took the fall oh, for okay, Cardiff. Okay, that's right. Which is why I, I think can't 14 I forgot months. That. Yeah, 14 months. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they go and get him out of jail. How did I forget that? It's yeah. The beginning of season Sorry, two. Sorry, wow. it's a little fuzzy, those little details. Yeah. I was like, oh, I, I, I thought I remember him saying 14 years. Yeah, I was like, no way, 14 years. But I was years, like, yeah. that seems too long. Well, thank you. Thanks, and, uh, Monica. Thanks, Monica. Appreciate you. Um, Ryan is crazy, right? Is Ryan crazy? Well, okay. I feel like, okay, I want to yeah. argue yes. that Ryan is not crazy. Ryan was just trying to be a good little eager puppy. Mm-hmm. And once again, Joe did not let him in on the plan. And so Ryan went a little... Little, little too far off the deep end. Thinking like <laughs> it was, he was like far. he was like he was like Joe, you you give me the signals to go yeah. to burn everyone else. Got it. I think that's what you're telling me. And and Joe's like, don't do anything. Don't talk to anyone. Don't do anything. And he's like, yeah. so burn everyone's hard drives. Yes. Got it. Got it. Picking up what you're laying down yeah, there. Yeah, he was trying to pick up. What well, he was laying so down. I'll say this. Maybe he's not that kind of crazy. He's he's a special kind of crazy to me. Okay, so Joe doesn't tell him anything, probably to protect him. I think to protect him. So he doesn't have to lie. I mean, he also even says, uh, would... I can't say anything because I don't know anything. Right. And he literally true, but also, like, Ryan, probably not a good liar. No. Oh, 100%. So he doesn't tell him anything to protect him. Um, but he, But I think you're right. Like, he was trying to please Joe. He thinks he's getting some sort of signal, volley back. That's what you said, right? It's like, I have to volley back, not you. Mm-hmm. But I think that, you know, what Ryan is trying to do there is trying to think and act like Joe, like his hero or his savior, whatever you want to call him. And I think that he thought that's what Joe would do. So he went ahead and went forward with that plan. Even when Joe calls him, or does he call Joe? No, he calls Joe. He's like, I don't know what to believe anymore. Just tell me the truth. Did you plan this with Gordon? Which is true. He's like, no, I didn't. Hangs up right away. So then he's like, okay, then I'm on my mission. Yeah. Which, no, no. Nobody, no, buddy, no. Why? You, you are not on the team. You have not graduated to varsity. Chill. No, you're not that guy. You're, you're a smart dude, but not smart enough to know that they will find you. There's no way they don't find him. All roads lead back to him, it, as far as I can tell. Even Joe knows that. When he, when he drops it to him there, and he's in the room, that look on Joe's face was like... Do you know what you just did? Like, even I... No, not to do that. You Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm good. Don't worry. And I was like, I'm actually curious. I'm like, if they keep him on and he is that good, he'll be a powerful weapon for Joe. But I think Joe's saying like, man, no one's that good. Yeah. Like the, the government will come for you. <laughs> they will. This is this is a crime <laughs> committed. And I know something oh. about committing crimes. Or a they'll lot. come for me and I really don't need that heat in my life right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like the last thing that he needs but it's like why would you uh, anyway so um but there was also like um on joe's face there because you know he has the key in his hand there and he's probably going to tell him about everything now 
Except that now he can't because he's going to get, you know, oh. put in prison. I was wondering he decides what that to, shot about the key yeah, was. Yeah, well, that's the key that he had showed Gordon, you know, like this is to their like storage shed or mm-hmm. whatever with all the computers. Where he's now going to be half owner. Yeah, totally half owner. But the, the look I was going right. to say that on Joe's face there was like, I didn't even try to make this happen. But in some ways, you're going to take the heat. Oh. And, oh. and now this is like almost like. I didn't try to do this, but like it's gonna be you now, oh, not me, and I can still be the silent partner over here. I mean, obviously they're gonna come question him or something. Oh, that theory is on fire! I love it. I hope that Joe was like, "Oh, okay, well you'll you'll take the blame." Oh, Ryan, yeah. what did I write down? I just wrote oh. on, on like I wrote down that he's just like, "What did I create? Like, how did?" Yeah. Oh man, I'm gonna put this key back in my pocket. I was I was kind of looking. I was like, "What is he doing?" Like, huh, well, I Dang. guess that one worked itself out. I'll sure see did. you later. Ooh. Um, okay, let's talk about Gordon Joe, because that's, that's where we pretty yeah. much end the episode. Um, I, I loved Gordon coming to his place, checking it out, looking at all the nice things that should be his life. You know, here's after that, like, the deposition tape, everything I own or everything I created is belongs to Gordon or whatever he said in that, on that tape there. Gordon is just just feeling himself out in the room. and I do have to say that I love backing up slightly. Yeah. I love that uh, Gordon is now regularly using the projector as his go-to monitor. I <laughs> yeah. thought that was like really adorable cool. that he's yeah. like in the 80s being like, I have a widescreen TV because yeah. I'm a nerd and this is what we do when we make things better. Mm-hmm. And he's just using it now like it's no big deal. I was like, what is he doing? Yeah. Um, and then he comes in. I thought for sure he was going to break that vase. Yeah. I thought that was getting getting shattered. I thought he was going to be like, you know what? And then Joe. It belongs to me. Yeah. Um, I like, but he like, oh, I like the like what you did here. Look at that view. Look at this couch. Look at all this Mm. stuff. That's mine. It's really good. (laughs) You know, Gordon gets to do that. He he totally deserves that. Hundred percent. Yes. And uh, and and Joe was like, (laughs) Joe is so smart. He doesn't have a lot of patience. So he's like, I know I have to be patient right now. Like watching him try to be patient was like hilarious for me. What? Yeah, exactly. I mean, (laughs) like you said, Gordon's earned that moment to come Uh in there and strut his stuff. Yeah. You know, it's probably worth twenty five million to him. So he's just walking. And then, um, but it, it was like. Joe asking him basically just for money. I don't think he had any idea that Gordon was going to go and, you know, figure out what he was doing and then be like... I don't think so either. I don't think so at all, but... Really... He did leave it all up. I mean, I don't think that he thought specifically that was going to happen. I think he just wanted money because his idea was great. Hmm. And, I mean, he's like, just a finder's fee. I mean, what a, what a, like, um... What like a, a role reversal for Joe to be the one being like, I just need you to help me out here. I thought it was really brilliant because I think that Joe and Gordon work very well together. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're kind of Batman and Robin, if you will. Like he mm-hmm. he he flew alone by himself now, and he needs his wingman to not only be there for him, but kind of just carry the weight for a while. And even though they were kind of at odds for a long time, I think that. I think that he's thrown Gordon a lot of little bones yeah. over the years where he said, I've offered you steak in the company twice. And, yeah. and he's also done other little things where he's like gotten, you know, mutiny, the discounts with mm-hmm. his, um, you know, yeah. his father-in-law's 
you know, company, mm-hmm. little things like that that he's always done for like Donna, for Gordon, right. you know, and yeah, were they probably originally for Cameron? Yes, but mm-hmm. they kind of work well in that way. You don't really just do favors over and over and over and over again for somebody's company unless they're yeah. a lifelong friend. 100%. I think that like, yeah, he wants back, he wants back in this family, like these people, specifically Gordon. I mean, you have to remember that Gord- he sought Gordon out in season one. Because he knew this was the guy that can we can make something together, um, but at least at that point in in their conversation, he doesn't know, and he's just like, "Look, I screwed you over, but you gotta. I just need it was just it was just really cool to see him like on that other other end of the spectrum there. Um, I think that um, and Gordon's so nice. Yeah, well, no. <laughs> kind of. Except he's for, nice. Well, he's a nice guy. Yeah, well, except for like, thanks for the company. Peace. <laughs> oh, he deserves that moment. 100%. So good. But I think, so he's like staring at that abstract. And I think, and this is part of, we have to forget that Gordon is a pretty pretty smart guy. Yes. I think he stares at it and figures it out. I think he does too. Yeah. And that's what he's like, you, what did he say? Like you stare at something for long enough. And, and then, it becomes clear. And it becomes clear, um, which is really wonderful yeah. for him. And then he goes to, I'm watching him and I'm like, is he going to figure out the internet? Yeah, I guess, basically. <laughs> Or at, cool. least, or at least knows that Joe, if anything, is a guy with vision. And whatever he's doing next is the thing. The thing that he's dumping off to the side and giving up if it's not his company anymore is not the thing anymore. I want to be with the thing that is now. And I think that Gordon sees that and is like, I'll, I'll, I'll bet it all on that. Plus, he's been kind of looking for like a real purpose most of this season. He wants to create again. He wants to be in on the ground floor of something cool. I mean, 10% of mutiny is basically just his money. You know, he doesn't really have any like control over that situation. But also, you know, um, I'm concerned that he is going to be in control of the company. He has a brain issue. Oh yeah. He's impulsive. He's not experienced as a business leader. He's a creator. But that's He's why, not a businessman. Oh yeah, and which is dangerous. But that's it's why he knows he needs. Extremely dangerous. He needs Joe. But you know, giving him the forty nine percent is like, look, <laughs> anytime I want to usurp your, you know, whatever your power, like I could do that with the fifty one percent. It was very generous. I was like, could you give him like forty percent? Dang. Yeah, I'm not like twenty or something. Dang. I don't know. I should be fine with that. Dang. Um. Uh, it was. Uh, it was just beautiful to see these two back together. Because I mean. You have, in some ways, the marriage of Cameron and Donna just exploding. And then these two are back together. I thought, like, wow, I didn't see that coming at all. I thought Gordon was just going to enjoy gloating, but then, again, he wants to... I didn't see it coming either, but it it makes sense. You know, like, we see, you know, uh, like I said uh, in our chat, that we see them back in the very first pilot of uh gordon and joe tearing apart that ibm computer mm-hmm. together that's what they're at their core that's what they're into and yeah that's they them. can trust each other on a certain level now yeah they've been in the garage together so i'm <laughs> excited that like he's like he's like okay yeah. it's really complicated here's the key to the bathroom here's yeah, the key was, to the door I was that was like, a charming yeah, scene that was very charming i'm gonna give you the grand tour the and are back together. here it is <laughs> It's so beautiful. He throws him the keys back there. I'm like, very interested to see what's going to happen to Ryan. Oh, man. Because now you have me all confused. I was like, oh, Ryan's just like this. He's really good. No. <laughs> he's going to get caught. Yeah, there's no way he doesn't get caught. I mean, I mean there's no way that. And, and now I'm thinking not only will he get caught, but he'll take the heat, all the heat for mm-hmm. everything. 
Oh, and yeah, Joe's probably. just gonna bury the puppy. That's <laughs> <laughs> what he's gonna do. Just let him bury himself, maybe. Um, oh, I think we've come to the end of our time here. Let's get into some predictions. Yes. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. I could really like talk about this episode all day long. This is such a good episode. One of my favorites so far. What What are you thinking, prediction wise? Um, I guess it, it really just um, let me see, gather my thoughts here. Um, I really just want to drive home that I believe that Ryan is going to somehow, and I call this at the beginning of this season. I believe that Ryan is somehow going to push Mutiny back to Joe, although it's not happening the way that I thought it was originally. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, basically, Ryan, I think, is going to get in trouble with the powers that be. He's going to end up taking the blame, and he's going to ask Joe to help, and Joe is not going to help. He's going to ask Joe to help, Joe's going to be in a position to help, and Joe's going to be silent. I think that's what's going to happen, because Joe's real good at that. Yeah. And then uh, Cameron's going to have nothing to do. (laughs) And they're going to need a coder. And Cameron's going to go, well, screw you, Donna. I'm going to go work for Joe and be a direct competitor. And then I think, I think, I think somehow Joe and Gordon are going to get Cameron working for them. Because uh, Cameron's going to be a loose cannon. Yeah, well, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, yeah, she's got nothing to do. And now she's good buddies with Gordon. I, yeah, that makes a lot of sense that they would, they would bring the back... The two of them would bring her back into that fold there. Because even, uh, in some ways, like, Gordon, like, now has a project, finally. Something to do. Yeah. Um, and I think he's going to be wrapped up in that. And that would, oof. I wonder if his health issues are going to um, deter that company granting him control of a company. If they find out that he has brain issues, they'll say that he's unfit and that he doesn't, he can't. I suppose, like, Cameron could use it against him because she knows Joe doesn't know. Yep. Um Quite That's possible. something that could be used against him later. Yeah, quite possible. Something uh, Joe could use against him later. But if they do pull Cameron in, then that's gonna rip apart Donna and Gordon. Which look, they've they've laid some groundwork for that to happen. I with would, their relationship would. Do you okay? Question. <laughs> yeah. And for everyone listening as well, do yes. you think Gordon and Donna stay together at the end of this season? Oh, that's a great question. Um... Let's let them answer that. Because I honestly do not know. Yeah, I don't know either. It just seems like they've laid so much in their relationship to sort of get back together. And they've been working together. But at the same time, like, Donna still has that big secret from Gordon. That could be something destructive to the relationship. He's built a relationship with Cameron. So definitely, you know, he even tells her, you know, I have to vote with Donna, even though if I don't want to. You know, that was very telling of kind of where he is. Um, oof, really good. Uh, Cameron and Tom, not gonna last. Uh, no, not gonna last. Predicting it now. Calling yeah, it now. Not gonna last. Um, well, and also, Joe is the one. <laughs> Joe is like, he's got all these like personal issues and he's not very good with people, but he's never wrong about assessing a person. And when he assesses her relationship with Tom when she comes over to his place, I think he's dead on the money with her. And, you know, poor Tom's going to have to suffer the, oh, the fallout from that. I, poor Tom. Yeah, poor Tom. He's such a good guy. Yeah. Why? Just oh, Tom, with the, y- you played with fire. Yeah, you got halted and got, I don't know. You halted <laughs> and you caught fire. 
Yeah, can't really quite put it together there. Um, <laughs> so sad. Um, all right, let's let's get out of here. Amber Plaster, where can the people find you? Yeah, thanks for watching, guys. You guys can tweet me your predictions um, at Amber Plaster. And you can tweet me your predictions at Isaac Johnson or look at my photos on uh, Instagram at Isaac Johnson. Leave us a comment down below on the YouTube if you're there. We want to talk with you. We are in the comments. We yes. are in the comments. So leave it, and we will see you next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.